Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of what is, I suppose, the fifth season of The Medium at Large after a three-year hiatus. I don't know. You do the math on that. My name is Susan Abair. I'm a psychic medium. I was trained in Lilydale, New York, and also in Stansted, England, among other places, by some of today's best mediums. And this has been over the last 20 years. Uh, I'm going to try hard tonight not to embarrass any of them by my performance here, and uh, I'll need your help in this. So that means we all have to be on the same page. We're going to be working on connecting with your loved ones in spirit. I am here to talk a little bit about psychic mediumship first, and then I'm going to demonstrate it by making as quick connections as I can to those in spirit around tonight's callers. Uh, The goal is we're going to try to bring through evidence that your loved ones continue to live and continue to love you. We have a half-hour show here tonight. We will be followed by a 15-minute question and answer session over on Facebook Live. So if you have any questions about how this works or about tonight's show, anything that you think did work on the show or didn't work on the show with callers, uh, hop on over to facebook.com slash susan.avare and jump in on the live session over there. It's going to start at 5.30 Pacific and 8.30 Eastern. Uh, if you're somewhere in the middle, do the subtraction or addition on that one. Now, I won't be doing readings over there. I'm doing readings over here, but I will be answering questions about how it all works. Here, I'm going to take as many calls as I can which means readings are going to be a bit brief because hopefully we'll have lots of callers, but we're trying to make connections here, not do full readings. We're going to bring some evidence. We're going to show you that there is a pretty good case to be made here for life after death. And of course, if you want a longer session, you can contact me for a phone reading. Or if you're anywhere between Vancouver and Seattle, you can meet me in my Bellingham, Washington office. You can get that information at mediumatlarge.com. Tonight's topic is intent. I think it's important that it be the first topic we discuss because before you can do anything in this world, you have to have the idea of it and the intent to do it. Having intent to do anything actually gives it energy. If I'm getting ready to do a reading, first I meditate, then I pray, that I will bring through the highest and best for my client, and that I'll be able to get the messages from spirit clearly and transmit them so as to be understood clearly as well. That's almost all the control I actually have over the process right there. Establishing intent and being willing to connect with your loved ones in spirit. I can tune in to someone on the phone or before me by the sound of their voice or by their first name. Last names don't seem to matter much at all to me. Anyway, I suppose each medium has their own system. Now, if you're hoping to hear from someone in particular, I can tune into their name, but I cannot invoke anyone in spirit to make an appearance any more than I could invoke Congress or the president to do my bidding. 
I don't have, nor do I want that kind of power. Just as in life, it's easier to communicate with some people than others. And once you're in spirit, that's really not going to change much. So now and then I can't make a connection, but don't worry if your loved one has decided that they can't get their message through me to you in the way that they want, they'll find someone else with whom they can work. And just because one medium doesn't reach your loved one doesn't mean they aren't there. Just this wasn't the right medium for the job. You know, everyone in spirit has a different style of communication, just like everybody here on this planet does. If your loved one was shy or quiet, they're probably going to still show themselves the same way. I feel it's probably an extra piece of evidence, but whatever the reason is, that's the way they do it. However, if you're trying to get my attention by being shy and quiet and standing in the background, uh, I may not notice you, and that seems to be the problem. I could miss them and go on to other people in spirit first. If your dad was a real talker, he's going to come across the same way in spirit. If your mom was more of a visual person, she may throw me a whole lot of images. Uh, we'll start talking about the different ways that a psychic and a medium can get information next week. And next week, we start with clairvoyance. You're not going to want to miss that. For tonight, we are setting the intent to bring through your loved ones in spirit as clearly as possible for your highest and best good. So now we're going to go to the phones and take the first call. And since Mercury has no longer been in retrograde for a few days, we should be good to go. Let's see what happens. Hi, you're Hi, on the Who's calling, please? Uh, this is Trish. Trish, hi. Where are you calling from, Trish? Connecticut. Okay. So Trish in Connecticut. I'm going to take a look and see who you have in spirit around you. And the sense that I have is, oh, you've got a couple of people, a man and a woman, but they feel like two different generations. Um, I, I'm, it's a tussle. They, <laughs> Who's in front? Who's stepping behind? Uh, I think we're going to go with the woman first. They're both doing this you first, know me first thing. Um, the woman feels to me to be connected along the lines of either sister or mom. I get a sense that this is, I feel like it's somebody who acted like a mom to you, but I'm not sure that this is mom at all. This feels like somebody who has a youngness to them. And I have a sense that this is somebody who would have passed over as the result of illness. And I think it was fairly quick. Would you understand a woman in spirit who makes uh, sense to you with any of that description? I would. Okay, thank you. Is she like an older sister or an aunt, but somebody who feels momish without being mom? No, it is mom. It is mom. Would you understand her then having a young vibe? I know that sounds terribly 1968, but that's kind of how she comes across young. Does that make sense to you? No, that, that would make sense. Okay. I feel also she was, um, you know, if most people are kind of neutral, neither negative nor positive, your mom is way in the positive column. All things being equal, she's in a good mood most of the time. Would you understand that? Um, that would be a stretch, but I would get what you're saying. <clears throat> okay. Um, everything has to be a correct piece of evidence. She is coming across in a positive way, almost humming. Now, if she was ill prior to passing, and if her mood turned south as a result of not feeling good, and I feel she also had 
a couple of difficult things happen to her in her lifetime that may have knocked her off base too. That I can accept. But we've got a woman here who is fairly positive in outlook as a natural thing without anything negative going on around her. She is fairly upbeat. Does that make more sense? Because if not, we've got a different woman stepping forward in front of her. Um, I don't know if it's her or her sister. Okay, thank you. And sister, because we started with the idea of aunt, a woman who's not necessarily mom but like a mom, if mom and her sister, your aunt, would both be in spirit, then I feel like if sister, if this makes sense to you, this is what I'm getting. She steps in front of mom. She has a stronger personality. She would be the one to want to speak up for the both of them. Does that make sense here? Yeah, it would be the other way around. My mom would speak up. <clears throat> We've got one woman stepping in front of the other, wanting to do the speaking. We've got one woman who's fairly upbeat and positive in their lifetime. Does that make sense for the pair? Yeah. Okay, thank you. If we're playing a game over there of who's who, I just want to make sure I get the information out. Also, we have a gentleman who steps through who would be more of your generation. Would you understand a man who comes through more of your generation as well? And I feel like he connects to either the name Bill. So either he is Bill or a one-syllable name like that, or he is connected to somebody by the name of Bill. Could be somebody here in the living. You understand, man, your generation connected to you. I don't think family connection. This would either be friend or relationship past tense, but I feel like this is a person, a short name, feels one syllable to me, and I feel like this is a guy who would have liked to talk. I'm, I'm struggling with that one. Okay. Um, then we can't be expected to remember everybody all the time. This may not be somebody you're thinking of at the moment, but clearly he's thinking of you. So I'm just going to give you uh, the couple of bits of information he's giving me. Later you'll come up with who it is. You'll let me know down the road. <clears throat> Something weird with the socks and the bottoms of the pants. Like the bottoms of the pants are a little bit too short. You can always see the socks or it's white socks with dark shoes. But he's showing me there was something funny and odd that you should remember about him with regard to the socks and the pants either being a little too short, too long. There was something odd about the, the length of the pants, the socks being visible, uh, and, and it's like the whole setup. He's drawing my attention down there. So if that makes any sense to you, he also has a nice sense of humor. He loved to talk. He loved to tell stories. This guy could, one of those guys, you give him a call, a phone call back in the day when we were all sitting talking on the phone instead of texting quickly. This is the guy who could have chatted with you for an hour without batting an eye. I feel he was a real talker. So if you're not quite placing him now, just remember that he did come through. I want to go back quickly to mom and sister. They're so close. It's like one holds up the other. Uh, it's like I've got one woman with her arm hooked into the other one's arm, like they're being there not only for support, but they're so close together stepping forward to see you. And I'm trying to figure out if that's because they're trying to say that they were very close to each other or that they very much, both of them, wanted to get through to you and let you know how much they love you. Would you understand either of those representations with mom and her sister? Yes. Okay. And I almost feel like it was both. One of these two women was very active, 
she's a person who was very busy most of her life. And I feel the other one took a less active role out in the world. Would you understand that? I would. Okay, thank you. The one who is so active is a little on the bubbly side. I feel like she's making me talk fast. And so she gets through to you how glad she is to get a chance to connect with you and say hello. I feel this is a woman who would have, the second she could, pick up a phone and call you and say, hi, I'm the closest thing to a telephone she's got. Would you understand that? Uh, no, we weren't, we weren't that close. Okay, if that's not the aunt, then that's the mom, because remember the two standing very close together, one of them very much interested in connecting with you, wanting to let you know after her passing that she's okay. She's making the telephone reference again. She would have been one to pick up the phone and give you a call. For some reason, phone very significant here with all of these people, but I have to make mention of it if I get it. She's also giving me the indication that she did her best to get through to you in dreams and in other ways right after her passing in the first few weeks. Did you understand that? Yes. Okay. I want to thank you very much. I know that we're, we're short on time. We could go on a long time with this connection. But just know that you've got several people in spirit who are very anxious to say hello, and they recognize that there's a lot of people waiting, but they definitely needed to say hello to you. And I'm so glad you could understand and recognize those people coming through here tonight. So thank you so much for calling tonight. Hope you're enjoying Connecticut, and talk to you again soon. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And next... We have uh, a 207 number. You're on the air. How are you doing? Hello. Thank you for taking my call. My name is Dee, and I'm calling in from Maine. Dee from Maine. Okay. Um, Let me tune in here. I feel like I have two gentlemen in spirit stepping forward. They feel like two different generations. I don't know if you would have, like, father, father figure, and this one other, the younger one, feels like he comes through in connection with father, and he feels very much like brother, brother-in-law, somewhere along those lines. Would you understand those two people, those relationships in spirit coming through to you? Well, I have a father, and I had a, um, a friend I was almost engaged to many years ago, and he passed. Okay. Would you understand this guy was... Um, Okay, this younger guy coming through, he was a gentler personality. I feel like father may have been a much stronger, more definitive personality, if that makes sense to you. Yes. Okay, thank you. I also want to say this younger guy, he's absolutely tickled to get a chance to talk to you this way. I feel like it's not the sort of thing he would do every day. (laughs) And he may not have this kind of thing at all when he was in the living. I think this is a guy who had a tremendous spirit of adventure, though, and he wanted to go off and do so much stuff. He must have passed on the young side. Would that be correct? Yes, he was only 28. Holy cow. Because it's like all these things left undone. I feel like he didn't get a chance to leave his mark on the world, and he definitely would have. Um, You know, this is a guy who had tons of promise. Does that make sense to you? Yes, he did. Yes, he was going to law school and everything. Thank you, because I feel like school is a prominent thing for him. I feel like he was an excellent student and that everybody around him was just shocked when everything came crashing to an end. And I feel like crash is significant here. Does that make sense to you? 
Yes, sort of. The way he, yes, he went, um, he got sick, but then he, he just, he went very fast. He was diagnosed like, and then he was gone. Okay, it's like everything came crashing to a halt. It's like I'm flying along and suddenly plummeting. Okay, and that yes. seems to be the course of my life here is I'm, I'm sort of taking a ride with him. Um, and with regard to dad, I feel like dad was still around through all of this. Would you understand that? Yes. I also feel like he was supportive of you, uh, but had difficulty with the emotional end of the support. Do you understand that? Yes. I feel like dad is a person who wanted to explain to you how sometimes life is, you know, unexpected and things happen that just aren't right. Uh, but you move forward, you get on with it. He just wanted to see you feeling better. But he didn't really know what, how to connect, you know, to you emotionally to see you through yes. this. Because this was a heck of a shock for you. And honestly, he was at a loss. Does that make sense? Yes, I understand that. Yes. I also feel like it bugged him for the rest of his life that he didn't know what to do, that it threw him such a curve, and he just didn't even know that about himself. Yes, that sounds, that like, sounds just like It's like he expected to be able to handle almost anything that came along would always be the strong, supportive, guidance, you know, guiding force for you. And this was like, wow, who could have seen this coming, and what do you do? There's nothing in the manual. Okay, and and so this is the way he comes across, and I feel like he's still trying to apologize for this failing, if that would make sense to you. Yes, it does. Okay, because it's a gap, and I feel like it created a gap between you and him, and that he never wanted. I know, I know he didn't want that. Um, but he had very little idea of how to repair. It's like the bridge is out, and I have no clue how to rebuild a bridge here. You know? And I think yes. that over time, you guys were able to rebuild it somewhat, but it was never the same. And there was yes, something exactly. in your ability to be open and trusting with him that I feel like he sensed you were guarded with him for the remainder of his time here. Yes, I was. Okay. And he never wanted that. He understood it. It it kind of hurt him. He didn't, he doesn't want you to feel badly about it. That's not why he's saying it. He's just offering all of these pieces as information, evidence, and message to let you know that he totally gets it, that he's deeply apologetic, but he puts his hands up in the air, you know, like, I still don't know what I should have done. I just, I didn't know that and I don't know now. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. Okay. Um, I, I wish I could spend all night talking with you because I feel like you have a really, really good connection tonight with your dad. And I know that I, if I usually, yes. You, you know, you're one of these people, I think you have a long line of folks waiting to come through too. So I hope you do call back again and we'll get more people for you. But thank you so I much will. for the opportunity tonight. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for taking my call. Absolutely. Have a good evening. You too. Bye-bye. And now we go to uh, 917. You're on the air. Who's calling, please? Hello. Uh, my name is Ellen, and I'm calling from New York. Ellen. Okay. Yes. Um, I had an Ellen in New York once, an Aunt Ellen. Um, oh, no, pardon me. She was an Aunt Helen. I take it all back. What do I know? <laughs> okay. 
Um, I'm glad to meet you, Ellen, as I'm tuning in to see who you have around you in spirit. I get a sense of a couple of people. One is very interesting. You have a woman who feels to me to be on your generational line. I think this must have been a friend. Um, but she makes me feel that she had illness and she passed on the young side. Would you understand the connection? Um, there's only one person I can think of who um, that pertains to. Okay. She, she just comes across young. And so mm-hmm. this, this feeling is almost of like wide-eyed innocence. I don't know. We're talking got to be like under 30. Uh, with this, uh, you know, attitude towards life. I, I feel like she's another one of these. I didn't get a chance to really live people. But I don't yeah. feel her resentful about it either. I think she just she just took it, you know, it, they talk about taking life on life's terms. And that's what she was able to do. And so she took it one day at a time. Whatever came, she dealt with it, you know. Okay. And I think people talked about her being brave. And it just wasn't that. I just don't think she ever really had a sense of how big it was while it was happening. Does that make sense? I don't know. This was a high school uh, mate of mine, friend of mine, and yeah. I, was not, I was living in a different city when all of this went down. Okay. If she's giving me these pieces, it must be because there's confirmation possible. So when you get the opportunity, connect with people that the two of you know and see if that wasn't in fact the case. I feel that there were people around her talking about how brave she was, and she thought that was preposterous. I mean, not that she would complain, just that she's like, you know, I'm not being brave. Like, what choice do I have? Um, but this this was what was going on. And so she definitely gets a chance to come through and talk to you. Would you understand, like, English or literature as a connection here or an interest that sounds like the high school person, yes, the high school friend. Okay, thank yeah. you. So she does come across with yet another thing. It's almost like she's handing me a book of Emily Dickinson, who I think was a oh. poet. Okay? Yes. So I don't know if there is specific uh, significance to that, but I just have to give you that piece of information just in case it's a, 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 a puzzle stopper for you. So, so there's that. I want to look around and see there's also a gentleman who's showing me a baseball mitt and a baseball that he's like throwing from one hand into the other. The mitt is in the other hand. So this is a guy who was big into baseball. Would you understand the guy in spirit who was big into baseball? Um, I probably knew so many people who were big into baseball when I was a child. He is such a fan. I think this is a guy who... Uh, always had either the radio, like, you know, back in the day when you had transistor radios and a headphone. Oh, yeah. Would you understand mm-hmm. that? Okay. Yes. So I would never have missed a game. It's almost uh, superstitious. It's like, if I'm not there, they're going to lose, that kind of a thing. Yes. Okay, thank you. And uh, would you understand this guy also had tremendous mechanical aptitude? Either that or is bringing through somebody with him who had tremendous mechanical aptitude. Somebody who's really good at fixing cars and fixing almost anything. Um, you know, I'm still trying to place the person. It, it fits like people I grew up with. And I'm, um, I'm still trying to find out and trying to figure out who the individual is. But it describes, like, you know, a group of people I would have known when I was a okay. child. 
the uh, the guy with the with the baseball connection. Also, he shows me short sleeved plaid shirt button up, and he's making me feel he had a t-shirt under it. And so this is from a different time period, that's for sure, because nobody dresses like that. Um, but he he's making me feel like he was um, a gum chewer too. I get like he's cracking this gum, mm-hmm. which is funny because you know I associate gum chewing more with girls than guys. But this is what he's showing. I think he was a gum chewer. Um, I think you had people in the crowd who also liked comic books. He was not a comic book. <laughs> he was strictly sports. Would you understand that? Yes. Thank you. You know, I'm thinking it probably, I wonder if it's my, uh, a friend of my brother's. I'm trying okay. to figure it out because, again, it's like, you know, these are like childhood memories. Yes. And I'm trying to sort them out. And I feel like there's like a team around you that he was so into, but it wasn't the one everybody else was into. So apparently where you are, there's two teams, and one is popular, and the other is like the underdog, and that was his team. <laughs> That's, this is, I live in New York, and it's probably describing the Yankees and the Mets. Yes, yes. Okay, and so this guy totally would not miss a game. I feel like he even might have cut school to get to a game. <laughs> I mean, that would be a huge, very deal, but I think he would have done it if it was important enough. And so this is the sense he's giving. So just so that you know, you've got people coming through. Now, this guy connects more to your brother than you? I think so, yes. Okay. In that case, I want to say that there is an interest that he and your brother had in common. It was not baseball. It was something else. And apparently there is significant stuff going on in your brother's life right now. And I feel like this friend really wants to tap in and say to you, please let him know that he's got support on both sides of life to get through this challenge. So would you understand that? Oh, okay. 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 So just yeah. touch briefly on that as the message. He's offering his support. He's saying that, you know, friendship means a lot to him. Apparently your brother stuck up for him many a time in his day. And so he wants your brother to know that uh, a little thing like death doesn't prevent him from still, still sticking up for his friends, too. How wonderful. Okay. And he's, like, joking about the little thing like death thing because he's laughing, like, you know, as if he says, as if we're dead. <laughs> you know, we're not dead. We're just not in a body, but we're not dead. We're as alive as you. And that's kind of what he's saying here. Okay, so if you would just pass that along to your brother. Um, your brother is dealing with some challenges, and I feel like he hasn't shared them all with you. No, he hasn't. And just let him know that it's going to be okay. It really is going to be okay. Please pass that along, okay? Okay. Yes. Thank you so much for uh, being here tonight. I really enjoyed connecting with you, Ellen. And I hope you get the call in again. Thank you so much for the connection. You're very welcome. Have a great evening. Talk to you soon. Yes, bye-bye. And I think we have time for uh, one more quick one. Hi, 916. How are you doing tonight? 
Bless you. My name is Wendy from Sacramento. Wendy from Sacramento. Okay, so we're flipping to the other side of the country now. Um, Wendy, as I'm tuning in with you in spirit, I get a sense that you have a whole crew on the other side of life. And this feels like a whole bunch of family. I feel like there's a lot of women, and they're all talking together, and they're all like, you know, talking over each other. And one of these women is a toucher. So she's got her hand on the arm of another, like she's leaning in to talk and get attention. Uh oh. Okay, so we'll keep talking. We'll stay on the air, you and me, just till we go through this. Would you understand? I feel like we're talking either mom and grandmother, mom, grandmother, and a third woman. Would you understand this? That that could very well be. Yes, my beloved mother's name is Luana. Okay, thank you. Would you understand that? um, uh, I feel like grandmother is the matriarch. She is the strongest. She reaches out to connect with everybody. Does that make sense to you? Well, I didn't know her that well. I think her name was Vera on my mother's side. Okay, thank you. I want to say she's the one who's like talking to your mother. Did mom have a sister who's in spirit as well? Or is this a cousin, please? Her sister might be in spirit. Okay, because there's another girl, and it feels like it could either be sister or cousin. I'm almost tempted to go more with cousin. Because the connection is closer to your grandmother than to your mother, actually. But it's like your grandmother has her hand on the arm of each of these women, you know. Like she wants to make sure that they step forward and they connect with you. And um, now with your mother, uh, your mother's first name one more time quickly. Luana. Luana, would you understand there were some uh, issues with Luana and you Uh, I feel like either there was a gap in your relationship and then a reconnect toward the end, but something along those lines. Does that make sense? Well, I, I feel like we were very close mother and daughter. Okay. She's talking, talking about a period of time when there was a, a bit of a gap. You either were off doing your own thing, not talking to her or connecting with her as much as she would have liked She didn't know everything going on with you for a period of time, but it does feel like you draw closer. Does she know how deeply I love her and thank her forever? She is absolutely telling you that you don't have to do that, that it's so important that you understand that's what a mother's for. I feel like she is so grateful that she had you, like you were such a good girl. Does that make sense to you? Did she say that a lot? Yes, I I would constantly tell her how thankful I am to her and how deeply I love her forever. But she would say the same thing back to you. Does that make sense? She's bouncing yes, and now. She's what? She's bouncing the same message back to you now. She's talking about how fortunate she was to have had you for a daughter. How nice. And we have a, a promise that flowers will symbolize our eternal love and promise to be together forever. And would you understand white blossoms? White blossoms? Yeah, um, something uh, white blossoms being just, important. Just this flowers. Now, you're just saying flowers in general, but she's showing me some specific white blossoms. They look like they're on a branch. So this is not the kind of like roses or something like that. This is something growing on a tree, white blossoms. I don't know, maybe gardenia? 
it's fragrant, it's white, it's on a tree, and I feel like it was significant to her. So either you had them near the house or they were important to her for some other reason, but these are what she puts right in front of me. Mm, I, I really don't know. Um, okay. My beloved brother David took his life on March 2nd last year. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's so hard for everybody. Very sad about that. It is important that you know that he is in good hands. He's not lost anywhere. He's with loved ones. And if we have more time, we would definitely go into this. I need to get to the Facebook Live question and answer session. So uh, please come back, call in again, and connect again, and I will reach out and we'll take a look for him. If we can find him, we definitely will, okay? Next week for sure. God bless you. And my beloved father, Ralph, is on the other side too. I, I hope all three of them know how deeply I love them forever. Absolutely, and know that they haven't gone anywhere. They're very much as close to you as they ever were, and the love and the bond is very strong. These are strong, family-oriented people, and they feel very much wrapped up in your love, too. Thank goodness. Well, I I want to be together with them forever. I love them so much. And they love you as well. So just know that we do not die. We continue to live on. We continue to love the people that we love right here. And your loved ones are very much nearby. Have a wonderful evening and a great week. Until next week, I want to thank you so much for calling in. And I want to thank everybody for calling in tonight. Uh, Please join us again next week for another episode of The Medium at Large. And if you have questions, come on over to Facebook Live, facebook.com slash Susan.Avere. See you over there and have a great evening. Bye-bye.